Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing our study of Judges chapter 8, looking at verses 18 through 21 in the New King James Version. In this section, Gideon repays the two Midianite kings. His focus, he has uh, focused on delivering his countrymen from the Midianite oppression, and now he uh, shifts his attention to revenge. So this last scene of the conflict with Midian depicts uh, Gideon's execution of the kings Zeba and Zalmanna. Let's listen to verses 18 through 21. It reads, And he said to Zeba and Zalmunna, What kind of men were they whom you killed at Tabor? So they answered, As you are, so were they. Each one resembled the son of a king. Then he said, They were my brothers, the sons of my mother. As the Lord lives, if I if you had let them live, I would not kill you. And he said to Jether, his firstborn, Rise, kill them. But the youth would not draw his sword, for he was afraid, because he was still a youth. So Zeba and Zalmunna said, Rise yourself and kill us, for as a man is, so is his strength. So Gideon arose and killed Zeba and Zalmunna, and took the crescent ornaments that were on their camel's necks. Again, that was Judges chapter 8, verses 18 through 21 from the New King James Version, which looks at Gideon repays the two Midianite kings. I'll be back with insights and close with prayer. Hi, I'm the host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening. If you don't mind, go ahead and like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. You can also hear my podcast almost everywhere podcasts are heard. Again, that was Judges chapter 8, verse 18 through 21 from the New King James Version. Gideon is um, finishing up his um, assignment that God has given him. He has slain the Midianites. He has, well, he had to take um, matters into his own hands about his countrymen who would not help him. And those countrymen thought, you know, well, what can you do with 300 men? How are you going to capture kings? He did, he was successful in all of his ventures. So let's listen to what the commentaries had to say. In addition to ravaging the land and forcing the Israelites into caves and the hill country, the Midianites had apparently murdered people in the local population, some of whom were related to Gideon. And of course, the law instructs blood revenge, and that's in Numbers chapter 35. 
the cultural norm dictated capital punishment by the next of kin. Uh, they were indicted for the murder of Gideon's brethren some time ago at Mount Tabor, when the children of Israel, for fear of the Midianites, made themselves dens in the mountains. These young men, it is likely, took shelter in that mountain where they were found by these two kings and were probably barbarously slain in cold blood. When he asked them what manner of men they were, it was not because he was uncertain or wanted proof of it. He knew, you know, that, that what they had done. He just needed to hear it from them. He needed the kings to admit that the uh, men that they slew resembled the children of King, born for something great. Being found guilty of this murder by their own confession, Gideon, uh, though he might not have put them to death for all of the injustices they did to Israel, the law suggested, and you know, it says you avenge the death of your of us, your your brethren that slain, and the avenge is by the next of kin, and they were his brethren. Their uh, other crimes might have been forgiven. At least Gideon would not have slain them himself. But the voice of his brother's blood cried unto him. And now that he had the power in his hand to avenge their blood, he was going to do it. He offered his son to do it. He offered this, his son the honor of killing the kings. But Gideon's son was afraid to carry out the execution. The young man, uh, he did not, he wanted to be excused. He feared because he was a youth and because he wasn't not, he wasn't a warrior. He wasn't used to this such, this kind of work. And then Matthew Henry says, courage doesn't always run in the blood. And we know that's true. The execution is done by Gideon himself with his own hands because he was the avenger of the blood. He bade his, he uh, told his son, you know, to slay them, but uh, he was a nearer relation to the persons murdered, so it was fit that he would carry out the the act of justice. The prisoners themselves wanted uh, Gideon to carry out the act because they probably didn't want to suffer if the younger man didn't have the strength to, you know, dispatch their the blow speedy enough and they would be writhing in pain you know they just wanted Gideon to do it he says as is the man so is his strength either they mean it of themselves that they were men of such strength and you know and the young man just couldn't do it or they were speaking of Gideon thou art at thy full strength he has not come yet to it speaking of his son so you be the executioner Gideon dispatched them quickly or killed them quickly and seized the ornaments that were on their camel's necks ornaments like the moon either badges of their royalty or perhaps insignia uh, mark, marking that the camels belong to the king or perhaps the uh, ornaments represented idolatry 
for Astera was is represented by the moon and Baal by the sun. Let's pray. Father, we thank you as we come to another section in your word. This section talks about revenge, but God, we know vengeance belongs to you and you will repay. And we thank you for that. We thank you that we don't have to take the blood of another into our hands ever because you are our avenger. You are our hiding place. You are our protector. We thank you for that. Father, we're praying as usual for those who need you in a special way. We don't know what the needs are, so they can articulate their needs to you as they listen and pray along with me. We're praying for those who need you in whatever way that they're speaking right now in the name of Jesus. And Father, as we're praying and asking, we're also praying and thanking. Thank you for your Son. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for angel protection. We're praying angel protection for those, especially as we think about the people in India that are fighting uh, Hindu oppression. We cover the household of faith there, God. Keep them strong. Don't let them slide back for fear in the name of Jesus. Give them a bold boldness to stand and give them all that they need to stand in the name of Jesus. Praying for the Ukrainians as they stand against the Russians. God, we keep hearing that they're losing ground. But God, we know that you are their hiding place. You are their avenger. You have kept them in such a strong and mighty way. We, would, we pray for the war to end right now in the name of Jesus. We pray that it ceases. We pray for... Um, wiser minds to you know bring this to an end but God we know it's all going to be in your timing and not just the war there there are wars all over the place praying for those who need you because of um, the, um, the natural disasters that are happening we're praying and we're blessing you at the same time and we're thanking you amen Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.